the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. I like your haircut. Thank you. You got it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I had told you that it looked like you didn't get much of a haircut, but I can see it now looking at you from the side that it is trimmed up a bit. It's not touching my ears anymore. And I can, I mean, it blows in the wind. It gets in my eyes all the time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> are you still using your leave-in conditioner? I am. It, it actually styles my hair and keeps my hair soft. No shave November is over, so you've shaved your face. Mm-hmm. I got a nice smooth. I got to shave again, though. I'm getting a little hairy from the weekend. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that I learned in my recent coaching class. And it's funny to me the way that, I, the way that I'll explain it. And it's funny because it's something that we've all experienced before. And as you listen to this... If you've ever been talked at instead of talked to, then I think that you'll get a lot of value out of today's episode. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. In the class that I was in, the lead coach said that he wanted us to take our finger and to start pointing it at somebody and pretend like we're scolding them. And how dare you? And you should have done it this way. And we're we're taking that finger, that index finger, And we're looking at them as we're just flailing it around in the air. And then he says, I want you to stop for a second. And I want you to look at your hand and see how many fingers are pointing back at yourself. And he said that if you have every digit on your hand, you should see that there are three fingers pointing back at yourself. Three, because the thumb is kind of an anchor for the other three fingers to be pointing back at you. And he's explaining this in the context of ancient wisdom, as he always does. And he's talking about how there are so many times in life where we might be reprimanding or lecturing somebody. And the truth is that that's something that either we ourselves need to work on, but I would argue that it could also be something that we've been working on that it just irks us, right? It's something that we have a problem with, and that's why we feel the need to talk to somebody or perhaps talk down to somebody about the thing that they're doing that we disagree with or that we don't like. And it could even be something that we might feel superior towards. And when we talk about shadow work, a lot of people think that's like a woo-woo concept. But if you really get into the essence and dig deep, what it really means is that there are these essential shadows or these things that we are working on or we need to work on or things that are deep rooted within us, possibly and probably from our childhood, that we need to get past. And I think that that is an important concept to be able to tie into this one, because in her book, I'll link it down below. It's called The Secret of Shadow by Debbie Ford. And she says that we need to learn how to attend our own lectures. And I thought that was such a profound statement, because there are many times where we might be in a certain mindset or perhaps somebody else will do something that puts us in a particular mindset to where we feel like we need to have some type of superiority over them. And when that happens, I think that's the most important time for us to be able to pause and to reflect on what it is that we're trying to chant out to them and how that relates to the things that we ourselves need to start working on. It's really, and and I'm, I'm thinking about this as a whole, like, 
It is really interesting to think about and how often where if you get upset with somebody or something, normally, like, if you reflect inwards, it does reflect yourself in so many ways. Something that this person did and and you dislike it so much. And, And the reason you dislike it so much is because you've tried working yourself out of that situation. And, or I look at it as in like a supervisory aspect is you have someone who's working under you and they do something wrong. Now, is it them doing it wrong or was it the leadership role that you took to, to not allow them to do it the right way? Or, I mean, there's kind of a, like, there's always that saying the team's only as strong as the weakest link. And so is that from the leadership or is that from that individual? And and I could see, you could argue either way, but I think a lot of it would have to come down to a leadership portion of it. And it's easier for you as a leader to blame yourself for whatever occurred in that subconsciously, I'm sorry, to blame the other person and then you blame yourself subconsciously because you didn't effectively lead them to that point. Yeah, and I had an opportunity to practice this myself because as my dad continues to get older, I continue to work on my patience with him. And sometimes it is not easy. And as you listen to this, I'm sure you've been there before. Anytime that you are working with an older parent, there are a lot of strategies that we need to teach ourselves And one of those strategies for me has been, I will say something to my dad, and if he doesn't understand it, I have to, instead of repeating myself, I I have a a big problem with people who think that if somebody doesn't understand something, that they can't hear them. There's a big difference between the two. And what I have seen people fail with is they will repeat the same thing. I told you that it's this way. What? What? I told you that it's this way. I told you, and I'll hear them say, and Clint, you're guilty of this. (laughs) They will say the same thing like five times. And it's not that the person didn't hear you. It's that they didn't understand you. And the more I'm practicing my patience, especially with older people, I've come to understand that instead of me repeating myself, I need to reframe my words over and over and over again. And I also try to practice my cadence by numbing it down and down and down as I am rewording what I'm trying to explain to the person. And by doing this, I have found that when I have to do this for my dad, as the same example goes, the reason that this is something that could be one of those lecture opportunities for myself is because I do not like not understanding something. Education and knowledge is something that is incredibly important to me. It always has been. And if ever there is something that I don't understand, especially in the midst of a moment, let's say we're around several other people and there's a conversation going on and perhaps I don't have an opportunity to interject and to ask questions, to inquire about what it means or the understanding of something, that frustrates me. And so when it comes to the element of shadow work, as it pertains to me having to explain and then rearticulate and calm myself down even more as I continue to rearticulate with my dad, it has nothing to do. I can't blame that on my dad. I can't blame his old age or his undereducation. I can't blame any of the other things because the problem is not him. The problem is that that is one of the things that I continue to work on constantly. 
Yeah, and I can I can see that how it can come into play in so many different situations. Like as you explained the situation with your dad or with me, even it, it's something that I think we each individually have to work on that of instead of repeating the same thing over and over again, it's reformatting the the statement or the questions to where it is understandable. It's almost like I, I think of when growing up, we had exchange students from Japan or China. Uh, and when my mom would speak to them, she would say something in a normal volume And when they gave her the look of like the non-understanding, she would start yelling and say it louder and louder, thinking that they can't hear her when they're just not understanding. It's kind of that same, it's that same kind of uh, approach to it. It's instead of, instead of like the only the self work on it, it's, there's just this, there's you think you need to speak louder so the person would understand when it's just they don't understand what you're saying at all. Yeah. And there are many instances of this as we're getting back on on the topic of the show with regard to knowing that if ever there is a time that we're communicating with another person and we feel the need to scold them or to lecture them in some way to perhaps pause for a second and then to decide what it is about that that might be aggravating or irritating to us. And then how it relates to us directly. Yeah, I think it's it's really, like you said, it's that shadow work that we got to really dive into of why, why we're getting to that point. Yeah, and I think it's a great opportunity for self-exploration and to learn a little bit more about ourselves and to even open up and then to share that with other people. You know, in the moment, how cool would it be to express yourself and to say, like, I was about to say this to you just now, but I... I did some self-reflection really quick and I realized the reason I was going to say it was because this happened to me when I was a kid and this is how I feel about it now and this is why. So thank you for that opportunity to learn. Yeah, I think that's a really great trick to deal with that. Yeah, as long as we remember to. Mm -hmm. I hope that you've learned something in today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.